0: Hello, and welcome back to Minute Bowl. This is Cuppy Cup, and I am joined by my co-host, Dr. Norris Camacho. Rush, how are you?
2: Doing pretty good. How are you?
0: Good. And uncharacteristic of the Minute Bowl, we have a guest this week. Mr. Blake Ells is going to represent Auburn on today's show, uh, Blake founded Collagen Magnolia, the Auburn SB Nation site. I believe you named that site. And you also hosted a podcast with Rick Muscles, which may or may not be defunct. You'll have to fill us in. How are you, Blake?
1: I'm doing well. I, you know, Rick and I will take hiatuses for a year at a time, six months at a time, and then eventually sometimes it comes back. So um, who knows what the status of ham radio is, but... uh, uh uh, yeah, all those other things seem to be fairly true. So um, let's let's root for me and Rick hopping back on the horse one day.
0: Yeah, we have a podcast like that called the Bullcast that takes <laughs> year <laughs> long hiatuses, <distances. laughs> and it's kind of back now. But we we fill the gaps with this show, the Minute Bull. But this this ended up being all the shows.
1: Well, I'm a longtime time <laughs> Minute Bull fan. I'm a long time uh, fan of Dr. Norris Camacho. This is our first time chat. I didn't copy, but so far, you've been an excellent host.
0: Good. I'm always good for the first 20 seconds, and then it's downhill from there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: opening myself up to jokes here, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but thanks for coming on. Uh, one reason, and it, it was Rush's idea to invite you on, uh, one reason to invite you on is that not only do we not know anything about Auburn football this year, we also don't know anything about A and football. We're hoping you did all that research in advance.
1: Lay uh, it on well, us. I well, I barely know anything about Auburn football or Texas A and M football either. So we can just try to walk through this and see if we can figure it out together. Like I think I know seven or eight players Auburn has. Well, that's all right. uh, I'm I'm aware of Auburn's coach, who uh, as of 30 minutes ago, Brooks Melquire was reporting uh, that Bob. By- Bob Stoops is going to be his replacement at the end of the year. Sports by Brooks with the official scoop on 3-0 and eighth-ranked Auburn's replacement for coach. Um, yeah, so that's – yeah, I, I don't know anything about Texas A&M really. It's in College Station. I was there in February for a basketball game. It was lovely. We went to a uh, – we went to the place where we thought front porch was uh, – written uh, by Lyle Levitt and Robert O'Keen and it had been destroyed and there was like a bar kind of like Caddy corner from this place and we went there and I think the thing was called the front porch and uh, we we went over there and had like a couple of beers and asked the people there and they were like I have no idea what you're talking about and (laughs) we put it all together by just kind of walking around and googling and stuff and uh, yeah it looks like it was in that vacant parking lot across the way. So anyway, that's that's my knowledge of Texas AM this year. But lovely place.
0: That's good. Do you know where the front porch is, Rush?
2: Yeah, I think it's that paid parking lot behind Northgate.
0: Oh, it is just a like parking
2: lot. The old Fitzwillies, pretty sure.
0: There's not like a, a plaque.
2: There's not a, I thought they'd like the city had decided to work on a statue or some kind of plaque, but I guess it got held up in red tape.
1: <laughs> is where like is it like do you guys have a bar called like the Dixie Chicken, maybe?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah I think It's Denmark.
1: kind of near there, maybe.
2: I think it's behind there.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> not only do I know nothing about Aggie football, I know nothing about <laughs> Aggie history or country music or Northgate. I'm I'm really the perfect person to uh, help manage a good Bull a good ball hunting, which is an A and M blog, <laughs> 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 and host a number of.
1: Podcasts. I mean, I... I've seen your work throughout the internet, so you're you're, you're <laughs> obviously doing something right, Cubs. Well,
0: I've been doing a lot of Barbie photography lately, which I think is is my wheelhouse. And our Instagram followers are complaining like this is too much Barbie, and I'm I try I'm trying to convince them there's nothing else. It's Barbie or shuts it. down. Yeah. yeah, this is
2: your option. So this is a Barbie account now. With the Barbie. Barbie. <laughs>
0: Well, we, uh, this is, you know, every game is a must win game, except for Clemson, which we lost. Uh, I think Auburn, everyone's now labeling this the must win game. Like if we, I don't know exactly what that means. Do we, do we have to fire Jimbo if we lose this game? But I, I think the trajectory of the season, many Aggies and and fans of A&M see this as the pivotal game that's going to either propel us toward an eight and four that felt like ten and two, or whether it's going to propel us toward six and six. There's a lot of pressure, I guess, is what I'm saying. Are you feeling that from the Auburn side as well? I know Malzahn's always kind of teetering on and off of the favorability wheel. There.
1: There's just a lot of division within Auburn of uh, fan base about Malzahn. Uh, I tend to be a little bit older school in the way I think about things. I do think this year in particular, there's a lot of feeling that this game uh, will kind of be how the season is determined. And it sounds like you're, you're, you're kind of feeling that way too. Uh, You know, Florida suddenly doesn't look so hot with Frank's out and Mississippi state suddenly doesn't look so hot. And so I, I think that if Auburn wins this game, they should be favored in every game they have the rest of the year, other than LSU, Georgia, and Alabama, which is, you know, at, at minimum a nine-win season in theory. Um, if they lose this game, then the wheels can certainly come off. So it's it's definitely a very important game, and it's, it's a really tough place to make a judgment because, you know, uh, competition levels have – I don't know, I guess I guess our shared competition levels have been a little bit similar in the fact that they were powerhouses from other, you know, power five schools and, and you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, obviously Clemson's superior to Oregon, but it's the same sort of situation. I mean, you guys lost that one. Auburn won theirs. Um, I don't know. These two teams are very, very similar, and this is pretty clearly a battle for who's going to be fourth and fifth in the SEC right now.
0: Exciting times for these programs.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all on the table.
0: <laughs> we, I think A&M's favored by three, which is basically the home field advantage. Um, right. So it's kind of a toss-up. And doesn't the away team always win this game?
1: I feel like that really great game Auburn had uh, against Texas A&M against Johnny Manziel. Wasn't that one in College Station?
2: Yeah, that was First the color game. Fourth, fourth color game. Yeah, that's what that's what we
0: call that. <laughs> Everyone's bitter about every game that we've lost at Kyle Field for the last ninety years. We have names for all of them. <laughs> the uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. My my expectations are always lower than the average Aggie, so I could I could definitely see us losing this game. Um, but I hope we win, and I think that we have a better chance of winning this than at least three other games on our schedule. So uh, we are um, headed, to, Same. A dark- <laughs> headed <laughs> to a dark place, I think, if we lose in terms of uh, kind of the the fan sentiment. Not that I care that much about that, but, um, yeah, I, I think this is an important game for everyone's attitude and for my Twitter timeline that I have to follow every day.
2: Yeah, I think <laughs> most people before the year had kind of penciled in for probable losses, but Auburn wasn't even one of them because – I guess most people didn't expect him to beat Oregon and be ranked them, you know, number eight going into this game. So it kinda it ups the ante a little bit.
0: Yeah, everyone knows we can't lose to Auburn and the Mississippi schools. That that would never happen.
1: No. <laughs> doesn't
0: doesn't happen regularly.
1: Yeah, I um you know, I has yeah, it, it has been a weird one over the past few years since A and M came into the league. Um I don't know. It does seem to kind of favor Auburn when it's on the road and when it's early, and I guess this is sort of following that a little bit. Um, I don't know.
0: We shall see. Do y'all have any? I have almost nothing else on this game. I just, <laughs> I just <laughs> want to watch it. Really? Yeah. Uh, I just, um, yeah. First off, is going to be exciting. You know, Corbin is out for the year for us at tailback. Uh, Mond has not looked sharp thus far our receiving core which is supposed to be the strength of our offense has been dropping a lot of balls so I think that there's uh, a lot of reluctance to put any faith in the offense right now which is you know scary going uh, into a game against Auburn uh, but maybe things start to click and uh, Corbin's backup is it spiller I guess it's, yeah. he's been he's been looking good um, so you know we'll see I do think uh, a lot of it's going to hinge on Mond and the receivers, which is a really deep analysis to say that the starting quarterback and the receiving core has to do well to win the game. But that's kind of where we're at. The defense, I think, has been almost surprisingly good so far uh, this year. But this is uh, the first competitive game we'll be in since Clemson just kind of ran away with that one um, from the second quarter onward. Uh, So, yeah, it's it's just like sit back and, and watch and then criticize next week.
1: Auburn's defense is definitely the high point. Um, Auburn's defensive line is fantastic. Um, top to bottom, the defense is is pretty, pretty solid. And Kevin Steele has done a really, really great job with defense since he's been there. Auburn's offensive line is terrible. It is the worst thing Auburn's got going for it. Uh, their true freshman running – are their true freshman quarterback, uh, Bo can cover up a lot of those mistakes because he's pretty agile and he, he's pretty uh he, he can run and he, he for a freshman he did a really great job of getting rid of the football um something you don't really often see out of a freshman um and you know the running game got on track last week there were three guys with 100 yard running games uh, uh which is the first time that's happened like since bo jackson here all in football but it was kent state so who knows what to make of that um,
2: you know, if you,
1: I think what I've heard about Texas A&M is that one of your strengths is your defensive line, and I think that you have a pretty solid chance to expose Auburn's biggest weakness. If that's the case,
0: okay, good. Yeah, we the defensive line is is certainly the strength of the the defense. So um, we'll we'll look forward to that promise being fulfilled that
2: you <laughs> that you made right here. Do you see this as more of a low scoring, like a taking the under what is the? Uh, I think it's like 47 48
0: I think I took the over in the tailgate but now I'm starting to like the under
2: <laughs> yeah I don't
1: know I would I, I would probably go with an under because you know I I don't know man I um I, I don't know what to expect out of your offense I n- I know that um I, I know that I worry about Auburn's offense against your defensive line and that, that's my greatest concern and um we'll see
0: I just had a realization uh so your freshman quarterback's Bo Nicks, right are people is the name Bo is kind of sacred at Auburn right are people doing Bo Nose and things like that already or is that forbidden
1: a little bit you know uh the thing that's kind of been creeping up a little bit that people are starting to realize works out as a fun catchphrase for t uh, t-shirts and buttons and stuff that I think will happen within the next couple of weeks is big Nick's energy. Mm. Um, that's been going a little bit, but Bo uh, Bo knows is, is definitely a thing. You know, Bo's dad was Pat Nicks, or is Pat Nicks, who was also his high school coach at Pinson Valley. Pat Nicks was briefly the head coach at Miami and, uh, the University of Miami and and I think Georgia Tech maybe for a little bit and um uh, Pat was Auburn's quarterback in 1993 in the Iron Bowl um when Stan White went down and Pat had to come out and lead Auburn back to a win over Alabama so Pat's got this special place in Auburn lore and uh it's it's a real like Story that the media wants to be a thing, and so far mm-hmm. he hasn't done anything to let anyone down on the narrative or the story or the whatever. But um, you know, he's 18, so we'll see how the next few years treat him. But yeah. um, no pressure, kid. Yeah, exactly.
0: So. How about maybe we'll get out in front of that and and sell that shirt off of Good Bull Hunting, the big go free, G- go for
1: it.
0: Yeah. Just jump right in there. The maybe when they play Alabama, it can be like a. Some kind of battle mix, right? Right, yeah. No, it's no good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I gotcha.
0: Yeah, yeah. gotta think about that one a little bit. Uh, what else for this game? I'm, I'm ready to move on. to See, we came up with this bit, I guess, called the depth chart, which gets us out of not knowing about anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm familiar with uh, my, my old pal Rick Muscles. Uh, who, <laughs> we we would do that on uh, ham radio back in the day.
0: It's really easy to put together and uh and it's more entertaining than listening to me try to figure out the name of the quarterback.
1: Right? But, now 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 Dr. Cups, did you did you get your PhD in cups from Texas A&M or did you go somewhere else or
0: from Texas A&M?
1: Yeah, okay. Cool.
0: In uh blogging.
1: Okay. <laughs> they, I've, heard, I've heard that Texas a has a really prestigious blogging school.
0: It is. It is. We, um, you may have heard of Texags. Yeah. That's, that's the most famous blog of them all.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. More blog CEOs per capita than any other blog.
0: So the program, <laughs> the professors are all employees there.
1: Oh wow. Yeah, it's that's really topic. cool. I mean, I, I, I mean, I knew you guys had a lot of great, country music history. I did not know, or Americana history maybe preferably, but I did not know about your blogging history. This is it. This is enlightening stuff.
0: I believe we also, I'm not even kidding here, I think we have a lot of authors at sites like The Blaze <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that came out of Texas A&M. So, like, the, like the Federalist Papers and stuff like that? Like, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, like, lots of things I have bookmarked. So like, uh, check like out eagle,
1: eagle eagle freedom ravenclaw backslash freedom <laughs> dot, dot go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh goodness the the blaze. So so, so, gonna,
1: so my aunt has probably shared a Texas AM blogger's post on Facebook. Is what you're telling me. Most yes. likely. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs>
0: I'm 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 certain that a blaze author or two are going to pop up in my DMs complaining about this episode. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh oh well well at least we know we made it on the dark web
0: yeah that's right but <laughs> oh, my life lock is flashing now. <laughs> are are y'all ready to do the depth chart or do you want to talk about real football first a little bit more i thought we already did that okay yeah we did it was good
1: <laughs> <laughs> very informative We've, we've really broken down these teams well. Here's what you need to know about these teams, gang, okay? Auburn offensive line sucks. Texas A&M defensive line, good. Mm-hmm. Auburn played one good team. Texas A&M played one good team. Mm-hmm. One uh, Auburn, team. Uh, Auburn Auburn barely skated by their good team. Texas A&M lost pretty considerably, but it was a way better team. Yeah, And, 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 that's, and that's how we decide who's going to be fourth or fifth in the SEC.
0: Keys to the game. Turnover.
1: Quarterback
0: <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Line play.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Intangibles. That's got to go to AM, Doug.
0: <laughs> oh, that was the perfect time to use my uh, my DJ pad. <laughs> but once I learn how to use this thing, that's going to be the ultimate bailout for me. It used to be the last Um theme song which Rush would play when we get in trouble Uh, but now I'm just gonna do like uh, uh, acid bass whatever you call that down
1: is it just that note is that all you've got programmed in there right now um
0: I have like a thousand drum kits and I can't get off of this one particular one which is called pure drip
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let's all right, so 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 let's let's retry it then, and I'll say, all right, gang, keys to the game, the quarterback play, Good. defensive line.
0: Oh my gosh, what's happening? <laughs> I hit a button. Hold on, let me see if I can fix Wait, it. No,
1: this is fine. I think it worked. You just roll with your the analysis. Backup.
0: Do your analysis.
1: Yeah,
2: it, it, intangibles.
0: Oh, it stopped it the first time. That was cool. I want to know how to do that intentionally.
2: <laughs> yeah, just <it's> the background <laughs> beat.
0: Oh yeah, the future episodes of the My New Bowl are just going to be me rapping on top of these uh, little vignette hip hop beats. That's, I know why it's called Pure Drip now. At least that sounds really good. All right. <laughs>
2: What were we talking about?
0: <laughs> the depth chart. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to do another one to introduce the depth chart just because now I'm really excited about these.
1: Do you know what you're hitting or are you just hitting this blind? Um,
0: this is called the Gucci kill kit. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. And now we're going to move on to our next segment. The depth chart with Blake L's. Was that good? I thought that was pretty nice.
1: Yeah, I mean it That's sounded like great. it sounded like you got that produced.
0: <laughs> so we we Rush gave you kind of a rundown of how this works, correct?
1: We, I did yeah, he did, yes.
0: It's a depth chart so we have three positions or subcategories of our overarching uh depth chart category which is the state of Alabama, very theme appropriate. Our subcategories today are sports, musicians, I guess for uh, consistency, it should be sports, music, and potpourri, I guess we could call it, um, or random. Uh, we're, We're basically looking for figures from Alabama history who fit into these subcategories. For each of the subs, we'll provide our backup first, followed by our starter, and then we will argue about them.
1: Okay, so it's a two deep then, a backup and a starter.
0: It's a two deep. Yeah, we call it. We call this segment both the depth chart and the two deep depending on uh, how we remember it that particular day.
1: All right, that <laughs> sounds fine, I'm down.
0: <laughs> so yeah, we're looking for your two deep in each of the categories. Uh, do you need me to put on some music while you do your research now?
1: I'm good, I mean, you, but you know, I don't think that the fans at home would complain at all if there was music that was me pretending to do research. <laughs>
0: While Blake considers his depth chart, please enjoy this kit, which is called the Huffington Kit. I don't think we have any Huffington Post bloggers coming out of Texas A&M. No. All right. That's probably it for the DJ machine, but I'm very excited about, um, I don't know what I'm going to do with this, probably just go to the nearest club and set up. So oh, rush, why don't you, you
1: go down to the go down to the Dixie Chicken? Sit up down there. <laughs> the Dixie Chicken. That's <laughs> perfect. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Beats. No hey guys, one. it's
1: DJ Cups over here in the corner.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard bass at the Dixie Chicken. Well, that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> the rattlesnake might get spooked when I, <laughs> when I put on the pure drip. Um, <laughs> so let's start with the sports subcategory, the most relevant to sports blogging. Uh, so do you want to start rush, you can kind of set the tone for everything here. Uh, you're, if you're backup,
2: well, I did sort of a one a and one B it's a definite or situation on the depth chart, just okay. growing up eighties and nineties. I had to go with Bo Jackson and Charles Barkley. All right. That,
0: Beau, we're all going to have the same ones.
2: <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know. Bo was like just so awesome at, at both sports, like phenomenal. And then Barkley was kind of the underdog, the trash talker who was, you know, could back it up.
1: I, no no complaints
2: from me on your choices. Yeah, I've, and I'm not, I promise I'm not pandering because they're both from Auburn. Yeah, yeah that's
0: See, I thought that you would like Bo Jackson because of that cotton bowl where AM uh stuffed him at the goal line. That's like our favorite thing. To
2: talk. About us.
0: <laughs> About us. That's right. He, he can't be good because of that moment. I had a bow no. Does A&M,
1: AM got like does M like have like a pregame video that gets everybody amped that has him like stopping Bo Jackson at the goal line?
0: That yeah, that's the usually the second most popular clip behind the hit, which is a, a hit on a TCU receiver where he got knocked out.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Those those two moments are, are very popular. Um, Blake, why don't you go next? Because Rush stole mine, which happens all the time here because we don't do well, –
1: Well, I need to be sure because you just named two guys from the state of Alabama, not just attached to Auburn or Alabama. Two guys that were from here. So, so are my choices allowed to be from outside of the state, but they went to Auburn or Alabama or –
0: I think either one is fair.
1: fair. Okay, all right. Well, then then my then my uh backup is going to be Cameron Newton from uh, Georgia mm-hmm. and my number 1 is going to be Charles Barkley.
0: Nice. Was that your number 1 or your 1A? Was Charles Barkley as well? Rush? Mine was, yeah. Cuz Charles Barkley was my starter. I think that's interesting. We all had Sir Charles. Uh so Charles was my starter too. He um uh, he was really good in a Sega Genesis game, which Blake, I know you're a long time listener, but I talk about Genesis a lot. It was, it was an important time in my life playing. I was a
1: Super Nintendo guy, but I feel you. Similar catalog of games.
0: Yeah, but Altered Beast was really, I think, a game changer uh, for me, which right. I don't think SNES carried that title. Uh, the the other title was Lakers versus Celtics, which you probably had something similar. Uh, but Charles Barkley was a beast in that game. And the Sixers were like one of six teams that you could pick. Um, and he had a like a monster dunk that would, you know, break the backboard or whatever, which was always very realistic and fun. Uh, and I grew up near Philadelphia. And obviously, he had a great run with the Sixers from like the mid 80s to the early 90s. And that's when I was... I'm um, really into my, my Genesis years, uh, so anyway, Charles Barkley was my starter. My back. Did you did you
1: ever have a, a Game Boy by any chance?
0: Um, like a I Nintendo Game Boy. I played a lot of Game Boy, but I never owned one myself.
1: So there was a game on there called Bo Jackson Hit and Run Football and Baseball, and it was like you could play either football or be, or baseball on the game, and it was it was really really cool. That was that was like the best ever Game Boy. Oh,
2: game. I remember that now.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't have any memory of that, but I may have played it. Who knows? My friend won a a Game Boy out of, I can't remember what type, it was like Cinnamon Toast Crunch or something. Sure.
2: Uh,
0: I didn't realize at the time that no one I knew was ever going to win anything ever again, so I didn't really appreciate the moment. But I did harbor a lot of jealousy uh, toward that friend uh, all the way through high school, really. Uh, He won that when we were like 10. And uh, my, my backup was Bobby Bowden who uh, I, I took sports generally. So I was thinking more about his coaching career and really I picked him to annoy uh, you guys. Cause I thought, <laughs> I thought that would be an annoying choice, but you know, with 12 ACC championships, two national championships, um, you know, being the character that he is, I, I couldn't leave him uh, off of all of our lists and I knew no one else would pick him
1: from Woodlawn. Alabama, a neighborhood of Birmingham, and uh, yeah, definitely very Alabama. That's a good pick.
0: Yeah, he also played one year of QB at University of Alabama.
1: Oh, I just knew that. that.
0: No Wikipedia or anything. Just knew that off the top of my head. Nineteen forty. I mean,
1: I, I've always expected you to know hot facts like that. Jeff, yeah.
2: So
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is see. This is why the depth chart takes so long because I ramble about things nobody, including myself, <laughs> cares about. Uh, let's do musicians next uh, Blake do you want to start this one With your backup
1: This is hard um,
0: Would you like some thinking music
1: Yeah you can give me some thinking music that's fine
0: This is called the Hundad kit Alright here we go I'm Not a fan of the Hundad Don't feel like that was named after. <laughs> <sighs>
1: Um, this one's really, really hard in this state. Um, I, I guess that I will go, I'll go with my backup is Jason Isbell and I'll go with my first string is Hank Williams, who has a birthday the day we're recording this on September
0: 17th. Oh, how about that? Uh, I have, th- I get a lot of grief about this cause we have some big fans who write for Good Bull Hunting. I have never heard a Jason Isbell song it's
1: very good. You should check him out.
0: Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm just a loser. I listen to like Pearl Jam and Pink Floyd.
1: I like those guys too. You're not a loser. You're totally cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
1: like, I, I, I'm, I <laughs> I'm eager, I'm eager to subscribe to your Instagram feed for your Barbie photos.
0: After the, sh- I'm not even messing with you. After the show, I'm going to go try to replicate the Bohemian Rhapsody album cover with my Barbies.
2: Okay. That's, I'm
0: what I'm, so. that's what I do in the witching hour. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Uh, Rush, is it your turn? I usually go last.
2: So. Uh, my backup is Amy Lou Harris. Mm. Is great. Very good. And my starter is also Hank Williams. Happy birthday, Hank. My, Happy birthday, Hank.
0: My starter was Hank Williams, too. We, we all had Charles Barkley in sports and Hank Williams in music. If we Man. all have the same potpourri starter, then I'm calling something like, I
1: don't think we're going to have the same potpourri starter, but who knows? We'll see.
0: Uh, so yeah, Hank Williams was my starter. Um, I like uh, a lot of his songs, even when I don't realize that he sang them until I look it up after I hear it on the radio or on a TV show. One example of that is the the HBO show, the life and times of Tim. Did y'all ever watch that?
1: Damn. I don't think so.
0: It wasn't on that long. It was an animated thing, but anyway, their theme song was I'll never get out of this world alive. I was like, man, that song's so good. And then I looked it up and it was Hank Williams. That's
1: yeah. Awesome. I mean, it's the thing about this particular, uh, game. If you want to call it that, uh, is that, you know, you're talking about basically an entire genre of music that wouldn't exist in its current form without a guy. And it, it's pretty hard to discount that as your number one choice <laughs> when he's from your state. So, um, yeah. So, Hank.
0: you're talking about Jason Isbell? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I love Jason's music a lot. And I've seen mm-hmm. him play a lot of concerts, but it, definitely Hank Williams transformed an entire genre of music. And, um, I mean, you know, there's a lot of good choices here. I mean, there's, um, you know, the temptations, most of the temptations are from Birmingham. Don't,
0: um, uh, don't take my backup. I'm not finished. I have Okay. This is important. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) My backup are the Commodores.
1: Yeah, that's one. Yeah, there you
0: go. I couldn't decide whether to do Lionel Richie or the the group. So I went with the Commodores because Easy is probably a better song than anything Lionel Richie did solo. And Brick House, obviously, just a bunch of absolute amazing songs. Uh, Even the covers of Commodores music. uh, I'm going (laughs) to... I always have to bring up the Faith No More cover of Easy anytime I talk about the Commodores. So there it is. I brought it up. You could
1: have also gone with Timmy Buffett. That would have been another option. You got, you got Parrot Heads in, in Texas? Technically,
0: I could have done that, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in what? theory. Rush, you what? could have gone with Alabama. You could have gone with Randy Oak Oak Ridge
2: Boys. I, I considered the Oak Ridge Boys.
1: Oak Ridge Boys Yeah, there's like,
2: a couple of them.
0: I used okay. to listen to them on cassette because my dad had a bunch of their stuff. Did uh, who was the GBH author? Rush. who was obsessed with Jimmy Buffett. I don't think he writes for
2: us anymore. Oh, uh, I think it was Spadilly.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's nuts. He wears <laughs> like the, the coconut bras and stuff to concerts.
2: No oh, man. Yeah,
0: that's that's dedication.
1: You guys should get into it. Who knows? I mean, you might can meet you you might meet some uh, cool new friends if you wore the coconut bras to the Buffett concerts. That's true
0: or just around the neighborhood in Houston. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Just walking the dog. Oh. <laughs> hey Bill, nice morning.
0: I had down uh Reuben Studdard for honorable mention for some reason, but I I did put that in. You on didn't
1: me. have Taylor Hicks, but you had Reuben Stuttered?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's the only year I really was into American Idol was the year that Reuben and Clay had their big face off.
1: Yeah, and, yeah.
0: And I was I was on Team Rubin, <laughs> <laughs> which was the right choice.
1: Think- Taylor, okay, t- Taylor nowadays occasionally will do like a uh, evening of cover songs at a local theater, and like you know, sixty-two year olds will show up and uh, <laughs> listen to him sing like the songs of like the Carpenters or something.
0: Like the same stuff he sang on the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, you know, it's just, it's a it's a good way to make a living if that's how, if if you can do it. You know, if you can get that job.
0: Yeah, I'm I may find myself with my little DJ kit at an Alabama club some night backing Taylor Hicks.
1: You should. Just like give me one of those beats right now and then like Your imagine
0: <laughs> Are you gonna sing Carpenters on Top of It?
1: No, I'm just saying like imagine Do I Make You Proud by Taylor Hicks going over one of these beats.
0: Why do birds suddenly appear? You <laughs> <laughs> are near. See, I should have had all my. I have this other thing that like transforms my voice into Daft Punk. That would have been a good time to use that. Because that keep, would have
1: been good. That would have been solid, Yeah,
0: I, I'm just not quick on the draw to do that. I don't. I wonder if that works. Sorry, I get distracted. The hang of it. <laughs> I know podcasts are supposed to be like tight and make sense, but I get distracted by other things.
1: Let me see, buddy, you and me both.
2: <laughs> Hello, is this working?
1: Yeah, oh man, you're, you're, you're like, you're practically James Murphy now.
2: Let me, let me try it again.
0: Why do birds suddenly appear? Every time you
1: are near, just like me, they long to be close to you. Buddy, that would sell so many wings and so many $2 pints at the local pub. You would be killing
0: rush is mortified right now he's like please edit this episode
2: no i think we got our new jingle
0: (laughs) the sad thing about that is that well there's a lot of sad things about that but i was so worried i didn't put it in the right key for the auto tune i was like man if i picked the right key this would have sounded a lot better but uh you know there's always next episode a recurring bit of the the vocoder, carpenters' music over top,
1: pure drip. That should be a, that. That's a really great recurring bit. <laughs> someone, someone from Co- Vox. Conan had masturbating bear, and you have vocoder with carpenters' music. It's it's basically the same thing.
0: Someone from Vox is gonna send me an email and be like. I don't think the podcast stuff is working out. Uh, please move this to your own platform if you're interested in continuing. <laughs> Back to SoundCloud, buddy.
1: Yeah, well, what you've got to do first is get you a really viral tweet and then add your SoundCloud with the with the vocoder uh, Carpenters covers.
0: Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> that's really good. Plus, I only know that one uh, Carpenters song, which is another. <laughs> Oh, we, had, uh, we, we also had
1: uh, uh, Captain and Tennille speaking of the Carpenters. They, they went to Auburn.
0: Oh, really? They actually went to Auburn. That's exciting.
1: Well, Tennille did. I don't think the captain did. I think he was busy sailing or something. Uh,
0: I didn't see her on the list. Uh, I had a list of, like, the 200 most famous people from Alabama, but it was people like Jeff Sessions.
1: Yeah, Roy Moore. Uh, uh, really, really good stuff.
0: Yeah, Exactly. Oh man, I'm so eager to get back and do another carpenter's one. Let's do our next category first. All right. Um it's put so just other famous people from the state of Alabama. Uh Rush, do you want to start?
2: Sure thing. My uh second stringer is Walton Goggins. I think he's hilarious.
0: Oh my gosh, he's my starter. I, I don't like this. We need to start preparing.
2: <laughs> I think it's on <laughs> the overlap.
0: That's a weird that's a weird overlap. <laughs> Although, no, I mean he's the
2: impression America's consciousness from the, the last episode of the Gemstone. So gosh, Full gosh. on in all the memes.
0: I did mean to interrupt you, but I, I'm sorry for it.
2: If it makes you feel better. My starter, I put uh Jason Isbel because uh I like his music, wow. but I find myself enjoying his tweets more frequently than I listen to his music. And also I know he's been he's done some acting. I think he was in the latest the Deadwood movie on HBO.
1: That's an interesting take. See, I was thinking you could probably put Charles Barkley into potpourri in kind of the same vein. I mean, because he's had such a life after.
2: Yeah, broadcasting his and career.
1: Yeah.
2: But yeah, I mean, you know, I see a Jason Isbell tweet pop up almost like every day from all over the place. People, you know, from everywhere talking about him. So.
0: All right, I'm upset now, so I'm I'm not going to go next. Do, uh, Blake, do you want <laughs> to do your potpourri?
1: Well, I, we're going to have overlap, but I'm going um, to go way out of left field on my backup uh, just for the sake of interesting conversation. I don't know that it would necessarily actually be my number two, my backup, but uh, I'll say uh, Channing Tatum is my backup.
2: Mm.
0: Good. Uh, I, was, I was eyeing that choice as I scrolled through the list of 200. <laughs>
1: uh, famous shirtless person: Channing Tatum. And um, number one for me was going to be Walton Goggins, Birmingham's own Walton Goggins. I, I have not gotten to watch The Righteous Gemstones yet. Uh, planning on doing it this weekend, but uh, Walton's fabulous.
0: That's amazing. Charles Barkley, Hank Williams, and Walton Goggins are that's a
1: pretty good collection of people, man. Unanimous yeah.
0: choices for us for for our starters. I like that in a way.
2: Unanimous selections.
0: I, I also had a, someone famous for being shirtless. My backup is Nell Carter. And uh, give me a break. I don't know if you're familiar, uh, but that was like my favorite show as a child. And Nell Carter was without question the star of the show. So I had her as my backup. I had Walton Goggins as my starter. Uh, I did have uh, Michael Bean for honorable mention just for Tombstone, and I guess Terminator 2. Not Terminator 2, but Terminator also. also. Yeah. So I like Michael B. I, I mean, sadly enough, we, we
1: didn't include Harper Lee on, on this list. Uh, yeah, there, is- were,
0: there were like real choices on there. <laughs> like a lot of heroes from the Civil Rights Movement, and like you said, Harper Lee, some, a lot of good authors. I, I opted not to go that route. I was obviously going the Walton Goggins route instead.
1: Yeah, Walton. Um, it, it was it was funny, you know. Walton just kind of popped up out of nowhere during the Shield, and he's had one of the strangest career arcs ever. But it's like very on brand for SB Nation and Spencer and all those guys. And uh, it's just it's it's Walton has been very much a part of the culture that we've been a part of over the past decade for uh, a lot of different things. I'm really excited to dive into Righteous Gemstones.
0: It's really good. If you like yeah. Vice Principles, you'll, you'll like that show because it has a bunch of the same people. And yeah. It's like funny and dark,
1: uh, which. What are, about two or three episodes in now, I guess?
0: I think there have been four. Five. Five. Four or five. Yeah. Four. Yeah, we're coming off of a, a flashback episode kind of thing. But anyway, does anyone want to? I think that's your My New bowl, but I, I, I feel like I've got to try the Carpenters thing again. All right, go. No one
1: objects. Go for it. Do you have a different song, or is there, are we just gonna do it with uh, what, what's another Carpenter song?
0: I'm gonna try this one. Hold on.
2: Let me.
1: Hello. Oh yeah. This is more like Daft Punk.
0: I can't. I not do it in time. Ah, this is hard. <laughs> I'm on the. A-
1: Top of the world looking down on creation. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't was, know what that was. That was really was, was, timing.
0: <laughs> I was trying to do I'm on the top of the world looking down on creation. That one. Okay. That's, I'm on the top of the world. No. No.
1: Could you do could you do um what if you did uh, Captain and Tennille? What was the Captain? Uh, uh, Love will keep us together. Could you do that? Love will keep us together by Captain and Tennille.
0: Is that how that goes? Love will keep us together. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only, only words I know. Now.
1: <laughs> what, if, what, if you did, what if what if you did Margaritaville by Mobile Native Jimmy Buffett?
0: Oh, that's a good one. Um, let me think about it for one second because I'll, I'll I'll be cutting plenty of audio anyway. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh,
1: I like how you're like staying kind of halfway in the vocoder and uh, halfway out of it. <laughs> let me. <laughs> I
0: mean, all right, let me Let me see if I can get that going here.
1: All right, here we go. All right, here we go. <laughs> on a
0: sponge cake, watching the sun bake. All of this covered cottage oil.
2: Yeah, I'm glad
0: I didn't have to do the next one. Oh god! Yeah, that's uh, (laughs) phenomenal. uh, If I can find out what key that's in, I'd really like to give that one another
1: shot. No, that was really good. Like I think you had a hit on your hands. If you put that on SoundCloud and like you got uh, Mm a you know like like uh, (laughs) like riffraff to get a hold of it and give you an RT, you'd probably kill with that thing.
2: Real. Go viral.
1: Uh, maybe, my, he just, maybe he just throws a verse on top of it. It's like riffraff with cups.
0: Oh, yeah. I like that, too. I need to... Our
1: um, cups ooh. featuring riffraff? That's probably the way that would go. Oh,
0: boys, that was the wrong key. Let's see if we can take it up a notch here.
1: Right.
0: So, it's in the key of D. By the way,
1: don't edit this. Just leave it all in. This yeah, is, this, this is going to be good. an
0: hour long of just me screwing around with this thing. Even after y'all hang up, I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, and keep recording. <laughs> sure. right, right again. This might be a different beat. It might not work as well.
1: But That's content, see. baby. Let's see. All right, let's give it a whirl. Living on a
0: sponge cake. Watching the sun be. All of those is covered with oil. Stringing my six-string. I'm
1: not from power twin. I guess I should have
0: done the chorus. No, you are on track. i stand away, in <laughs> Oh, goodness. All right, I'm back. Uh, <laughs> it was so bad. Even when you have the right key, you have to actually sing somewhere in the ballpark of that key, which makes it pretty limiting for someone like me i'm um, I I, gonna make an album for sure and i'll i'll push it it's good ball hunting i'll force people to buy it it's the only way it'll work all right that was fun i'm i'm gonna ruin all of our podcasts by doing things like this it's my main objective
2: i think it's enhanced rather than
0: <laughs> and it's an enhancement